0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky, and this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from five to nine, this is what you missed.
1: If there's one thing we've all got in common, it's nobody's getting any younger. And uh, there is moments in life when you uh, realize, damn, I'm old now. People were asked, was there, was there a moment when you, uh, when you realized, yeah, years are ticking by. Somebody said, when the trendy clothes from my teen years came back in style. <laughs> when music you used to party to starts being played in an elevator. Right, yeah, yeah,
0: I've heard that one.
1: When you have to keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling to find your birth year in a drop-down menu. That
0: happens way too often. Yes.
1: Sometimes I'm afraid I'm going to keep going and they're going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> you can't still be alive, so we'll just cut it off here. When kids start calling you ma'am or sir, mm. I've had that. When you catch yourself making getting up and sitting down noises. Yes.
0: Make a lot of those.
1: <laughs> I I find them at the stage now when I am just sitting there, I'm still making mo- moaning noises.
0: I get hurt in my sleep. <laughs> and that's, that's That to me is a real indicator. Like you're lying in bed too long and I stiffen up. And well, not in the right places. That,
1: well, not anymore. Unless you take the little blue pill. <laughs> um, I've noticed, and this has been happening for a while, when you stretch in your sleep and I'll get like a crazy Charlie horse in my leg. Right. Yeah. And then you're, you're lying there and it hurts so bad, <laughs> but you're just muffling your own pain so you don't wake, <laughs> wake your wife up. Um, when you haven't seen someone's kids since they were six and now they're twenty
0: five. Yeah, that's uh that is also and 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 really with you know, taking two or three years off from seeing people, mm. it is amazing when you run into some people like, wow, that's uh that time's gone by
1: when you come across a photo of a celebrity you loved as a kid and then realize they're ancient now
0: mm-hmm. or dead. Or dead.
1: When you're worried you might throw out your back just coughing too hard. Yeah. These are all the things. But listen, it's better than the alternative. <laughs> I'm growing old. I mean, you know, I'd like to slow it down. It mm-hmm. does feel like as the years roll by that they are going by a lot faster. Oh, yeah? Seems that way. It seems like, you know, like things like Thanksgiving, Christmas, just, summers seem to just flail by
0: now. Right, yeah. Yeah, I guess it all goes by pretty quick as it's happening. Like when you look back at your, your, like your first 20, 25 years, you realize, like, man, that felt like it took so long mm. to go through those because you had to reach all these milestones mm-hmm. in order to be able to do things along the way. And then, you know, you look back at the last decade and you think, man, that flew by because there's no milestones no, to be had in there. it's just
1: decades now. <laughs> and they keep on mounting. With uh, Halloween fast approaching, are the uh, the boys have they figured out... Uh, what they want to go out as, or are they uh, close
0: to ending that? I think, uh, I think Evan's get a little old uh, for that now. Mm-hmm. I think last year it was one of those I'll just run around and uh, and score some candy, throw something on, terrorizing neighbors, last everybody. minute. <laughs> yeah, um, this year, and actually, if I remember correctly, last year they had hockey on Halloween. So I think the hockey has decided that yeah, they're old enough; they don't need to go out anymore. Sure. And I think that might be the case this year. Christian will probably end up going out with some buddies, and uh, in, a, in a last blast of it, uh, I saw Coop was given a Halloween costume last <laughs> night, uh, which he hated. What's he?
1: Uh, what's he going out as?
0: Uh, well, last, we, we tried on an astronaut costume. All right, and it was uh, it was terribly cute, but. Um, n- he won't walk in it, so I don't know how he's going to go collecting any treats. Just hated every second of it. He hated life for a second there.
1: Ray and I are going to go out as a Taylor and Travis. Oh, there
0: you go. Yeah.
1: But I'll be Taylor or she'll be Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, now do they like, uh, do the boys like, uh, Halloween movies or
0: scary films around this time? They talk about them. Much like roller coasters. A lot of talk. Right. And then when he gets down to it, nah, not really. Halloween is considered by
1: variety from 1978. Halloween is considered the best Halloween movie ever. Okay.
0: I mean, I'm not a big fan of them. And so I I don't sit around and watch them and I don't know if the kids really get exposed to them.
1: Does Adrian care for them? No, not really. Hocus Pocus from 93. Yeah, I, you know, I think I, when I was younger, I remember going to a couple, like, seeing the original Amityville Horror and being really freaked out by that, and I remember reading that book, and certainly Stephen King movies early on I dug, so I think I had some interest in it, but yeah, I'm like you now, I I could care less.
0: I remember, we had talked about this years ago, that that it is the endorphin rush that <laughs> mm-hmm. people like it, you get scared. To the point where when you come out of it, you just relax and, and, and there's a, there's an enjoyment. Yeah. And it's very much any thrill, uh, seeking, roller coasters the same. You work yourself up, you get so nervous and then scared and screaming while you're on it. And when you get off of it, there's an endorphin rush of, of excitement.
1: It's probably also, uh, could be considered a good date night thing, you know, uh, cause if your girlfriend or whatever gets really scared and then she needs you to,
0: yeah, that was always the case. But when yeah. you poop yourself in front of that girl, it doesn't really work out all that well. It's not so great.
1: Uh, and, of course, after Halloween getting them, of course, Christmas and the Christmas movies, the Hallmark stuff, the Women's Network is uh, already on its way. As we know, you have Christmas in, in July, for crying out loud, there's so many of those movies. And now I guess you can go on tours of Hallmark Christmas movie locations. Okay. So if your favorite was like Christmas in Homestead or Christmas Land or Christmas in Conway, the Christmas card, the Christmas melody, Christmas in the plaza, you can go to all those places and see where they were filmed.
0: Their actual places? Yeah. Are they, are they still done up like Christmas or are you just going to see some house? I think you just go stare at somebody's house. Wow.
1: Christmas at Graceland? I saw that one. <laughs> unbelievable that it is that time once again. What did we read recently? It was like 47, we're going to be released, 47 new Christmas movies.
0: That's unreal. It's
1: just, and it just, it's like, well, I guess you can base them like on a soap opera, right? You know, Days of Our Lives and Young and Restless, they've been doing the same thing for 40 and 50 years. Yeah, it ain't broke. Yeah. Do people even still watch those? Are they even on in the middle of the day anymore?
0: I think so. They must be. I think a couple of them are. I know a couple ended. Yeah. Well, one life to live, I think, or that, that that life ended. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I do remember as a kid, my mom just loving General Hospital. And I would go okay. home from school and she'd be watching that every day. When Luke and Laura were at the height of their... Yeah,
0: I don't sanity. remember who was who. Because there was Young and the Restless, as the world turns, mm-hmm. General Hospital and one life to live. As my stomach were the four big ones, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah, and a lot of actors got started on them, and I I think, um, Brian Cranston was saying he never looks back on his time working in soap operas as an embarrassing thing, because for a young, up and coming actor, I mean, you gotta be on set every day, you gotta know your lines, like it's work, 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 you know. Whereas you uh, get into uh, movies and such. Speaking of Brian Cranston, I uh, started watching it, I never watched it when it was on originally, Malcolm in the Middle. Okay. Did you watch it
0: at all? No, not really.
1: Man, he's so funny in that thing. Oh yeah, so like it's amazing that they hired him as Walter White <laughs> after he played Hal and Malcolm in the Middle. But it turns out that the producer of uh, Breaking Bad had worked on the show you loved, X Files. Okay, he had been a producer or a writer or something on X Files, and he had remembered. Uh, Brian Cranston in one episode of X-Files, he played play a guest star part or where he played some psychotic something or other and, uh, was so good at it in this dramatic role that years later he reached out to Brian Cranston and he said, Hey, listen, I worked on X-Files when you were on it. Do you remember me? And he's like, No,
0: I don't, I don't remember. Me. <laughs> but he
1: said, even though you've just come off of playing Hal on Malcolm in the Middle, I just think you'd be so great as Walter White and he said it was a life saving because all he was getting after Malcolm in the middle was be the crazy Sick, dad stuff yeah, yeah. be the crazy dad guy but anyhow he certainly went on to uh to massive work but yeah no he said anybody who gets a gig in a soap opera should take it I forget to like he played the
0: dentist in Seinfeld That's right, right? Yeah.
1: yeah oh he's done a, a just a ton of things and then recently had something where he played a judge and his son had accidentally killed somebody Oh, really? I started watching that, too, and I I don't know. I just lost track. What with all my Malcolm in the middle? yeah, (laughs) King of Queens and cheers. It's not enough hours in the day. Interesting to hear the uh, starting pitchers for the Toronto Blue Jays, and once that was announced, they sprayed each other with champagne. (laughs) Every move made now.
0: (laughs) Kevin Gosman threw his shoulder out. Yeah, that's right. The champagne celebration. (laughs) So,
1: yeah. They've, uh, they got plenty of, uh, cases of champagne because this is the new tradition in baseball. Anytime you do anything, a guy gets a home run, hit him with a face full of champagne when he comes well, around to home
0: plate. It's funny because the Jays up until this year had this home run jacket they were putting on. Right. Where, you know, the guy would hit a home run, they put a blazer on him and he runs through the dugout and yeah. gets his high fives and, and, uh, and they took that away because they wanted to be seen as a more serious club. Oh really? You know, f- focusing on the playoffs
1: forgot about that jacket
0: and then they do this yeah you know. no what they should do is just get a garden hose
1: <laughs> and, and anytime anybody does anything successful on the field you just spray them down with champagne
0: right so. management would have and, and it's not just them all the baseball teams yeah, do oh yeah. you would have thought management would have clamped down on this a little while ago and said, hey guys we're you know you just spent fifteen grand on champagne well I guess when you spend when you're paying a guy twenty five million dollars what do you care at that point?
1: I mean, I see, uh, you know, a lot of people, uh, even sports commentators, saying, "Yeah, it is kind of ridiculous." But then you'll always get the the people who defend it by saying, "Well, the other teams all do it. Like that's how we defend everything." Right, right? Yeah. Well, he's doing it. Why can't they? Well, because it's ridiculous for all of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I know. I mean, I guess every sport's got its thing, but this just always seems very strange. Now, this just ended. The flight landed safely in uh, Minnesota, <laughs> and uh, champagne was sprayed. <laughs> Would you consider yourself a petty person, Lucky? Can you be petty?
0: Petty? Yeah. Not overly, but at times, probably.
1: I think we all can get pretty petty at
0: times. I think so.
1: I mean, it can be all sorts of different things, but when people are asked about being petty, they say the one thing that brings out the pettiness the most in us, is our significant other. <laughs> the one we chose to love and spend right. our life with Yes. in a shocking turn of events gets under our skin the most. Mm. And we seek
0: revenge. Well, it, it, what happens you know, when you've been together long enough is you know what buttons you can push. And every now and then, it's like a video game. You just mm. feel like pushing a couple of buttons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After our significant others uh, make
1: us uh, petty, uh, road rage uh, seems to be the next one. Yes, right. We really want to uh, strike vengeance upon people who we deem have done us wrong.
0: Right. Well, and and in both situations, I think there's a sense in some ways of invincibility, Mm, right? Like. A petty little argument, you know, doesn't usually end in divorce, right? So, you know, a little argument every now and then, alright, fine, you go about your day and your business. In a car, it's like, well, you know, you can, you can be petty. What are they gonna do? Really get out, stop in the middle of traffic and have a fight? Some do. It has.
1: Didn't it happen recently on the 401? Oh, like, yeah. right in the middle of the highway.
0: Right. It doesn't often happen though. No. And it takes two to tango in that department.
1: A a petty little argument between a couple, of course, would not lead to divorce. But what I think happens is over decades, those petty arguments add up. Right. And and every one of them takes another sliver. (laughs) (laughs) It's a house of cards. (laughs) And, And each time we have these petty little arguments, one of those cards gets pulled. Anyhow, people were asked about some of the pettiest moments they've had. Someone said they almost ended a friendship over three dollars. Wow. Three bucks. Look, I, I don't remember the last time I ever lent any friend or family member money outside of my kids. And, uh, but I think it's, so if somebody did come and ask and, and I had it and I could help, I would, I believe I would. And I want to believe I wouldn't hold that over them at any time. Right. But I know the petty in me occasionally would, uh, yeah. bring that out.
0: I think, I think especially now with it, with <laughs> social media, I find myself getting really upset with people. For wasting my time Mm. and it's not much time it's petty in the sense that you know they put up something I don't I really I even have to read it But if it takes me 10 seconds to read something and it's annoying Mm. and even if I know ahead of time it's going to be annoying but I read it anyway I get so frustrated that I could probably see myself I, I don't know if I've blocked people for that reason but I've see I could see myself just saying I don't want to see anything from these people anymore it really is annoying.
1: I find that with my, uh, my news feed on my phone. And I guess it's whatever you click on to read, then you start getting more of those same right. type of stories. and mm. So oh, I get very frustrated when I'll, I'll read like, and I know it's all clickbait, but it'll be like uh, uh, top chefs in the world uh, share with you the secret to the best steak. Right. The right. steak. Okay. And it turns out it's salt. Or Mick Jagger admits the one song, the Rolling Stones, you know, the greatest song they ever had. And you're like, oh, okay, I wonder what Mick thinks. Satisfaction. Oh, okay, great. right. You
0: know. Well, and while like on the road, I'm not. I, I don't find myself a, a, that petty a person in the car. I don't think in terms of acting out on it. Very passive aggressive. Uh, you know, in terms of what I'm saying about people.
1: But in your day to day life, right? Yes. Go back to Karen, who was your neighbor.
0: Generally, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm generally passive aggressive, but I, I find what's funny and what uh, people are very petty uh, uh, at especially in the car, is judging other people Mm. just based on not only the way that they drive, but even what they drive. Sure. Right. Oh, it's European. It must not have turn signals on it. Or, you know, (laughs) this guy's driving like a moron because of that. And I thought of you yesterday because I was uh, picking up Christian from school and I ended up parked behind what might have been the largest SUV I've ever seen? And this was at the school. At the school, so just she's- doing a pickup. Oh, and you already um, feel my rage. <laughs> it was brand new, just and I it. and I noticed it because the back tail lights on it look like, like they were like kind of vertical in shape, but they were. It looked like a Mack truck had parked there. Like It was. It was. It was huge. Like your runway lights. Like the Cadillac symbol on it was bigger than small cars. It's a mattress. It really was big. It's insane. And this, uh, this, this young blonde <laughs> approaching it. And all I could think of it was my Pally Craig oh. and how you would be losing it. It wasn't a pickup truck, but it was way oversized for what anyone would need as a vehicle around town.
1: I fear there's going to come a moment in my life when I'm going to turn into Michael Douglas from falling down.
0: <laughs> as, as I get older, yeah. that movie makes more and more yeah. sense. I empathize with him more. <laughs> I watched that as a young teenager. Like this guy's crazy. Yeah. I am now that guy. He, yeah, he
1: wasn't far off. <laughs> right. Did he go too far with the wife and kid? Yeah. Of course. Oh yeah. But that oh yeah, I just find my rage building more and more all the time, and I can't <laughs> swallow it like I once did.
0: Oh, you would have loved this. Oh like just, just hu- like I thought. My I looked at this going, what does this take to drive around town? Just to pick up and usher kids around? It's insane, right? Right. And there was probably more silicon than fuel in the vehicle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you decided uh, to invite family or friends over one Saturday or Sunday for uh, for breakfast and they arrived and you were serving them pizza for breakfast like legit you know not a like a breakfast pizza but like a pizza that you would have for dinner or lunch right uh, should you judge that as being weird well most people say no they say pizza is a fine breakfast food really? You know, it's the old pizza. Even when it's bad pizza, it's good pizza.
0: It's, you know, yeah. Pizza. I just always, uh, assu- like I've had pizza for breakfast, but any time I do, it's a leftover situation. Mm. Not, hey, let's order up. Because I'm pretty sure pizza places aren't open no. early.
1: Uh, I think like 11 a.m. is when they have their slices out. Right. I've had to wait a couple of times and I wasn't happy. <laughs> you know, so I'd be driving home and I'd be just starving and I'd hit one pizza place, I'd see their lights were on, open sign, go in and they're just cooking them. Oh, yeah. Another 20 minutes I'd say.
0: Like very rarely have I passed a, a free pizza slice situation and turned it down. No. Free? Right. Free pizza you're yeah. saying? Well like if it's a buffet situation oh, or, sure. or someone's offering up pizza, I very rarely would I turn that down, unless there's a topping situation.
1: I um, that was one of the reasons why I was so happy that uh COVID killed the buffet. Because mm. to me, it's just been the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> the fact that you can combine all food groups true—in one sitting,
0: <laughs> international.
1: Oh yeah, I'll have the roast beef, and I'll have the fish, and I'll have the pizza, and I'll have the yogurt, and I'll have the broccoli, right? And I'll have the cereal. Yeah. And I'll have the
0: scrambled eggs, but just a little bit because I need room for the sausage. It's funny, though, because even when you go to a Chinese buffet, mm. it's still international. Like, they still have pizza. Oh, yeah. Like, and French fries and chicken nuggets. They got to have them for the kids. Well, I guess. But you still see a lot of adults there. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you came to a Chinese buffet. When it comes
1: to uh, when you enjoy pizza the most, people say the best is uh, like a movie night, a Friday or a Saturday night. Uh, others say graduation parties. And some say they would serve pizza at their wedding. And again, I don't think you should judge. I mean, who would sit down instead
0: of the old dried chicken in the banquet hall and a fresh pie on the table? Hmm. Well, again, I I mean, the great thing about pizza is that you can order a couple of different ones and basically cover off all food groups on that one and most selections. Um, if you're just, you know, Hey, this is, you know, the wedding people is always, this is our favorite. So we're putting it out there. Mm. And if you happen to like the, you know, chicken Parmesan pizza and you're putting that out, Mm -hmm. not everyone's going to like chicken on their pizza. because it tends to be pretty dry. Um, and, uh, and they might not like your topping selections kind of thing. Pineapple is one of pineapple on pizza is one of the biggest arguments going.
1: Yeah. It never ends. The average person says they can uh, eat pizza three times per month, and they say they can take down five
0: slices in one sitting, no problem. I can do that twice a week.
1: Really? really? Five? I'm lucky if I can get past three. Now, of course, depending on how big the slice is. Right,
0: yeah. A lot of times we'll order the party pizza so you get the squares. Mm. And I can, uh, I can kill a few squares.
1: Yeah, because they're all fairly small. But yeah, I couldn't sit down like if like yeah regular slice triangle. I don't
0: think I could put five of them down. If I get a good fresh pie right out of the oven, though, I have a tough time stopping. (laughs) I know I should. (laughs) Yeah, it is
1: funny with eating because some people, and I'm not one of them, but I I, I do know people this way. They can just it's if you just keep putting the food in front of them, they'll keep eating it. Right? Like I really have a valve. Mm. Like I know I'm full.
0: Yeah. I, and I'm done. I, I know I'm full, but sometimes the taste buds say, that was really good. I'll just have a little bit more.
1: I guess it's like me in red wine. Mm. I know I've had enough, <laughs> but just a little bit more. Uh, the perfect pizza is circular, not square. Okay. Uh, top, uh, top toppings include cheese, pepperoni, sausage, and mushroom.
0: Okay. That's the Canadian almost, right? Basically, that is the Canadian. Pepperoni, bacon, mushroom is the Canadian. Yeah.
1: If you uh, like a dipping sauce, a ranch seems to be the favorite.
0: Oh, okay. I like the garlic. Yeah, your garlic parm. Yeah. I'm doing okay with that, actually. Really? Yeah. They must sell it in stores. I'm sure you can find I it. I haven't right? found it in stores, not from that particular, uh, the wing joint.
1: And you don't find yourself having the shakes or... No, in nightmares? fact, I made
0: a sandwich the other day and I have a little bit left in a bottle. Yeah. Um, which kind of scared me because of how long has Buffalo Wildlands been gone. <laughs> um, and, and I put it on the sandwich, and I was meh about it. So I think I've moved on.
1: I would say that chicken joint closing down saved your life. <laughs> Could be. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.